everybody, and welcome to the second episode of CrossFit Iron Horse Community Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Candice Wagner, and with me today we have Kelsey Wolf, who's our next member of the month for the month of September, and we're going to sit down to talk to her about who she is, what her background is, um, so we can try to highlight those members that are really setting the bar high within the community, especially in this COVID environment where we don't have as much social interaction and that type of thing. So. To kind of paint a picture, if you guys don't know Kelsey, Kelsey's been very actively involved in a lot of our community stuff, specifically um, our community outreach and diversity program, which if you guys aren't aware of that, um, basically what we're trying to do is to expand the help that we have, um, not just within our walls with you guys as members, um, but with whatever community is surrounding us to try to be the change we wish to see in the world. So whether it's with our back to school drive, which by the way, if you guys are bringing stuff in, thank you guys so much. Our hallway is packed with stuff for the Como elementary students and uh, you know, community cleanup, rocks, all kinds of stuff she's been actively involved in. Um, so Kelsey, if you don't mind, tell the uh, listeners you know, a little bit about your background and how you found CrossFit. Hi guys, uh, this is Kelsey Wolf um, here today on the podcast. And first of all, just thank you for being here, or thank you for letting me be here. I'm super honored to be the September member of the month. Um, it was honestly really unexpected, so I'm, I'm very thankful. Um, I have almost been crossfitting for three years. I first found the CrossFit community when I moved to Arlington. Um, I just graduated college. Um, I was living in Waco at the time, moved up here to Arlington, and I was a first-year teacher. And when I first moved here, um, in between acclimating to my work environment and also getting used to a new city, I realized that I was really lacking a solid core group of people around me. Um, I really only spent time with my coworkers who are great people, but that was only at work. So I needed to find a different outlet for my time. I had also gained a lot of weight while I was in college. I gained about uh, 50 pounds over the four years into my first year teaching. And I was tired of just feeling uncomfortable all the time. I actually had a former strength and conditioning coach when I was in college at Baylor who um, went on to open his own CrossFit gym after he left strength and conditioning at the collegiate level. And since I figured I always enjoyed his workouts, I would give CrossFit a try. Um, I went to a couple classes. I loved the high paced environment, the competitiveness, but most importantly, the people surrounding me and how supportive everyone was of cheering each other on and um, never letting anyone finish alone. So that's what brought me to CrossFit and, and really why I've stayed. So, Awesome. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about um, this weight loss journey of yours. I didn't realize that you had lost 50 pounds. Yeah. Um, yeah, so when I first started CrossFit, um, it took a couple months for me to really figure it out in terms of losing weight. Like. I tried different templates that really didn't work for me. Um, I didn't know how to how to track my macros. To me, in the past, a diet had always been just that. It was a diet. It wasn't a certain way of living or eating, which it took me a good six months to a year to figure out. Um, you know, I think my weight loss journey kind of was a bit of a yo-yo at first. Like it would lose some weight, gain some weight, lose some weight, gain some weight. And then once I made some more permanent changes in terms of how I ate and how I thought about food, that's really when I started seeing the most differences. Okay. Yeah. So are you doing anything right now that's transferred into your lifestyle that's become more of a 
um, habit versus like, hey, I got to do this and I'm trudging along and you have your ups and downs or is this something that you've developed and it's something that's constant in your life now? So now I'm at a point where it's pretty constant. Um, COVID was a bit of a struggle at first because I think, um, and it was mostly in terms of eating out. Um, I wanted to support local businesses. I knew a, a lot of places were struggling and I found myself eating out two, three times a week, which really was not in alignment with my goals. Um, so I kind of had to take a step back there and refocus. And the main way I did that was just thinking through like, okay, what, like, what am I trying to get out of this? Like as much as I would let, love to support, you know, places by eating out on a consistent basis, that just wasn't what I needed at the time. I started to feel very sluggish again, gained a little bit of weight, um, but not a lot, nothing that really stressed me out. Um, another thing that I've worked really hard to do is not care about what the scale says and really measure where I'm at based on my performance, how I'm sleeping, and how I'm feeling on a daily basis. Because at the end of the day, I would much rather see myself be successful in the gym than see a certain number on the scale. Um, it's also helped a lot, CrossFit in general, and just strength and conditioning has helped a lot um, in my own What's the word? Um, Self-confidence, I guess, because I am no longer valuing myself based off um, how I look or how I, where I am in comparison to someone else. I'm valuing myself based on where I'm at in my own journey and, and what I'm seeking to do on uh, a daily basis. Yeah, and I think it's great that you say that because ultimately, you know, that's what we're trying to teach everybody that comes here, you know, that we get on so many initial consultation calls and a lot of people will know right away if they're a great fit for the community or not. And this concept or this mindset of, hey, I want to create positive change forever in this journey of mine versus like, hey, I'm going to do this six week thing and I'm going to cycle through this and then I'm going to take on the next challenge. So kudos to you for already figuring that out and setting the bar high. I think that's great. And uh, with that, um, you know, what are some goals that you set that are kind of different from, you know, trying to figure out this weight loss journey of yours, um, some struggles that you've ran into that maybe you have overcome or even you're working on currently? Yeah. So my goals have, have changed um, throughout my CrossFit journey. Um, you know, when I first started, I was very content just to go to classes, uh, get a workout in and go home. As I started to get more into it and saw that there was a whole nother competitive side of the CrossFit world, that really captivated me since I was always an athlete in high school and also in college. And I started to enjoy CrossFit more as a competitive sport. Um, I did a lot of local competitions. I competed in the scale division at Wadapalooza this past February, right before everything shut down. Um, so for a while, I was really pursuing the competitive route. Of course, that in itself brought some ups and downs when I started um seeking that out and training longer and harder, I once again realized how much my nutrition had to change. Um, I was still eating the same amount of calories and uh, had just started tracking my macros at the time, um, but I had a couple bad experiences um, just working out, feeling just really crappy, lightheaded, and I had to, you know, go back to the drawing board and figure out a different way to do it and how to maintain my health while also still um, training harder. 
So that one in itself was a challenge and a learning curve. Um, when COVID hit at the time, I was still more so in the competitive mindset, but as stress began to pile on, um, I am a teacher. So that was a, a, a difficult time for our profession. Um, I realized it was time to take a step back a little bit, um, take care of some injuries that had kind of popped up over the last year and a half of training. And so the last two months I've taken a step back and I've been focusing on the show horse track, working with Coach Candice, um, which primarily focuses on recovery and conditioning and functional bodybuilding. So that in itself has been, for me, a huge blessing because it's allowed me to continue to train um, and feel like I'm getting in a great workout every day while significantly taking a, a large amount of stress out of my life and feeling that I don't have to kill myself every day in the gym because I'm, I'm pushing for something. I know that I'm still working towards certain goals, but I'm working towards them in a smarter way that's going to increase the longevity of um, health I have for myself, my mind, and my body. Yeah, and I think it's great that you point that out because there's conversations I've even had recently in classes with some of the heavier hitters in the gym and, you know, this idea of trying to have peak performance, you know, I know there's so many of us that just want to come in for longevity purposes, which I'm all for now personally too. Um, but then you have those that are really trying to work on being the best athlete they can become. And I can resonate with that as well. Um, but what's interesting is so many people think that you got to thrash the heck out of your body for so many long periods of time, but really the, and actually that show horse track is exactly what I would do in my off season when I was a competitor. And I think a lot of people get this, idea in their head that they have to, you know, they have to constantly grind and thrash their body and do all the fun and fancy stuff. But really, even if you look at the Olympians in the world, you know, they'll go periods of years of off season and then get back in training because it's so important to have that polarization of high intensity versus recovery. And uh, I think it's awesome that you have actually experienced that because I think it's a, uh, <laughs> I hate to say this because it's kind of hippie-like, but it's almost <laughs> like this awakening, like, holy moly, like I can do this and still enjoy it in a different way that I can reap the benefits of the recovery pieces. I can work on imbalances. So it's kind of like, you know, if I have one arm that's stronger than the other, I can fix those things and slow down, get my mind right and be more meditative almost with it and then come back in full swing and actually see a tremendous benefit from that, which I'm excited to hear about later when you do get back into the high intensity piece. Um, but with all that to say, um, you know, let's get into some fun stuff. So tell the listeners a little bit about like Kelsey as a, a member of the gym in regards to like when you see something on the whiteboard or on the website, like what are those movements or those workouts that are going to like super fire you up? So whenever it comes to firing me up, uh, give me a heavy barbell. <laughs> give me an assault bike, give me something that requires power output, and I'm all for it. Um, I struggle with gymnastics, but, you know, like everything, that's a work in progress. One of the things I think that's cool about that, like when it comes to any, you know, movements on the rig, is I've always struggled with that because I've had kind of a reoccurring shoulder injury that the show horse track has allowed me to take a step back, address, and really get my shoulders a lot stronger. So I'm super excited after giving it some more time to see where I'm at with that because I am way stronger now than I was two months ago, which I 
I find the science of everything so interesting. But anyways, returning to the original question about <laughs> fun things. Um, I love DT. I, DT is one of my favorite hero hero wads and just also really a benchmark. Um, but yeah, anything with a heavy barbell or things that are uh, fast and heavy are fun or even just long and slow. I don't mind because I'm pretty good at pacing myself and knowing where I need to come out in order to end with a push. So I like those workouts that have to make me think and strategize or just go for it, you know? Heck yeah. Yeah. That's how I am too. And DT is actually my favorite as well. Really? Yeah, except oh, when it's cool. double DT. <laughs> then I don't like it as much. One okay. of the Wadapalooza qualifiers was, or DT, and in teams you had to choose between either double DT or heavy DT. And for the scaled, the, the heavy DT was the regular DT weight. But I did that one, and it was... It was so fun. It's just, it's heavy and it's fast and <laughs> I just, I like it. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know what DT is, it is a hero workout in fact, but it's five rounds for time, 12 deadlifts, nine hang power cleans and six shoulder overhead, uh, preferably push jerks if you can at 155 and 105. So, you know, if you're thinking like, you know, games level double DT, that's 10 rounds of that. And if it's heavy, I think they did 205, 145. Yeah, so that pretty, pretty right. ridiculous. Yeah. But, but that's awesome. So, um, so with contrast here, what would be like uh, worst case scenario? Like, but I'm still here. I'm still going to put my heart mm -hmm. into this. What's like the worst exercise or, or workout maybe? It would probably be anything with running combined with a gymnastics movement. So, Toes to bar have been a work in progress for me for especially the last year, but really since I started CrossFit. Um, they have come a huge ways, but they are still something I struggle with, but something that I'm working on. Um, Pull-ups are okay. Like, I don't mind pull-ups, but if, if the workout doesn't have them, that'd be great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, really anything gymnastics-wise is where I struggle. Yeah, and I think a lot of members probably very similar in that. Um, but I think for those of you guys listening, and even for Kelsey, I'm sure she already knows this, but I think it's important to understand that there's going to be days where you come in and you don't want to be there. There's going to be movements that frustrate you. Um, and that's how I was with overhead squats when I first started. It looked like a train wreck squat where I was on my toes, my elbows are bent, my knees are collapsed, and I couldn't get all the way down because I was tight, and I still am very tight. Um, but, you know, my coach is like, hey, you got to you got to show up on overhead squat days and not avoid them because I was avoiding them like the plague. <laughs> but um, eventually it comes and, and you start to get better at those things. And then it evolves into, hey, there's overhead squats or running and pull ups today or toe to bar. I'm going in there because I've come so far and just kind of taking a step back and looking at your progress over the long term from like a bird's eye view. And uh, just, you know, recognize where you were a year ago and where you are today and that, you know, as long as the journey can be, you know, if you have that mindset and that approach to looking at your progress from a far distance, you're going to really start to recognize how far you have come. And that in itself makes you really motivated to continue working on those things. And then you wake up one day and, uh, you know, those things aren't as bad as they once were. And they're actually things that become a strength if you continue to you know, persevere and just continue working on them. So 
with all that to say, what's some, uh, we'll kind of close this out, but what's some advice you might have for members that could be struggling or especially those newer uh, members that are coming in or just getting their, their head into this and then into the swing of things? So my biggest advice would be to one, stick with it and two, plug in. When I first started CrossFit, um, I didn't know the, I guess the, not stereotypes, not the right word, but I didn't realize that CrossFit had this identity of focusing on community. So when I first joined CrossFit, I would go to a class, do my workout, kind of keep to myself and leave. In my experience with gyms, that's always how they worked. But I had always gone to like big box gyms growing up in high school and college. And of course, I had a lot of team camaraderie when I was a student athlete um, at Baylor. But once I realized the that the people around me like wanted me to connect and wanted me to plug in and wanted me there, that's when I was like, oh, like this is a whole nother group of friends that I haven't really even um, plugged into to give a chance to to be like a, a very influential part of my life. So once I started doing that and I was surrounded by people who had similar goals and by people who were making um, and pursuing their own goals and making their own decisions, it, it made it a lot easier for me to do the same, right? Like once I started surrounding myself with people who were consistently making positive lifestyle choices, I followed suit, which made my weight loss journey a lot easier. It made my, you know, when I was pursuing competitive CrossFit, it made that a lot easier. I felt supported. So that would be my biggest advice. Stick with it and plug yourself in. Because at the end of the day, um, I think the community is so strong that it can either be a really huge benefit or a detriment. Because if you're on the outside, it feels like just that. You feel like an outsider in this group of people who seem super tight-knit. But I think sometimes it just takes a little bit of that self-confidence to step in and really seek out those friendships for you to realize like, man, this really is a cool group of people that I, I hope to associate myself with. So that would be my, my two, two big pieces. Um, stick with it and plug in. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that. Cause you know, of course this is inside the gym. You know, we know that people have family members and religion and things like that, that they are obviously going to put first. But when you're here at Iron Horse, we believe in community first um, you know, because you can be the most disciplined, you know, the most driven, the the one that's been so consistent over the years with fitness, just like myself. And um, sometimes life gets hard and it'll knock you on your backside and, and you need that support system of people that get it right. That like minded group that's going to help you get back on your feet and pick you up and get you back into that routine that you've maybe fallen off of when times get hard and um, I think that's an extremely important piece to all of this, no matter who you are or what your outside life is outside of CrossFit. And I'm glad to hear you say that to the listeners because um, that is one of the, the three main things I would argue is the most important um, in regards to actually getting into this and, and being very successful with your fitness for the lifelong haul here, right? So, but uh, I really appreciate you coming on, Kelsey. I really appreciate everything you're doing for the community here, too, um, going above and beyond to really be involved with all the things that we're trying to accomplish here. And uh, I appreciate you coming on. And for you guys listening, uh, please, please, uh, you know, 
take a listen, share this with your friends. Um, we're trying to get the word out about this thing and, uh, we will see you guys in class. But if you have any comments or anything that you want to share, please, by all means, comment below. Um, and we'll make sure that we touch base with you guys and we'll see you on the next episode of the Iron Horse Community Podcast, episode three, where we sit down with Brian King to talk a little bit about the programming and the methodology and why we do what we do here at CrossFit Iron Horse. Stay tuned.